0: Hello! Welcome back. This is a special episode. I'm here in Bodh Gaya, partway through my Buddhist pilgrimage of the main four Buddhist sites. You might remember in an earlier episode we uh, were in Lumbini, or at least you saw some of the footage of that. And then of course there was Sarnath. That's the third of the four main Buddhist pilgrimage sites. And the second is right here. As you can see, that's Mahabodhi, the temple that marks the spot where Buddha actually sat under the Bodhi tree and attained enlightenment, attained nirvana. And afterward, he began teaching in Sarnath. So today, rather than waste this episode reading um, another half an hour of that silly Pali scriptures textbook, I thought it would be more appropriate to read something that's closer to my heart Um, and there at the temple we couldn't actually go inside the temple grounds because I'm filming with a phone and unfortunately there's been a lot of terrorist activity and people use their phones to detonate the bombs I don't know why those particular extremists are so threatened by Buddhism but I have my theories but I won't go into it Um, so that's sad but here we are in the Butterfly Park, right next to the Mahabodhi Temple where there is a view of Mahabodhi Temple. And so I am going to be reading Chapter 2 of Dogen's Shobogenzo, where he talks about the Heart of Great Wisdom Sutra, which in Japan they call Makahanya Haramita, or Haramitsu, which is an approximation, of course, of Paramita. So I'll get right to it. So these are the words of Dogen. Ehe Dogen, after he had spent a few years at the uh, Soto Chan Temple in China, and he came and started founding... I know I'm very dark in this, but I'm here. Can you see me? Uh, All right, anyway. So this was in the on the twenty-first day of the third lunar month, in spring of the second year of Kangen. I'll translate that into our calendar, and I'll put it. I'll put it here. That's when this was, and uh, this was at Kanondoriin Temple uh, on the day of a summer retreat in the first year of Tenpuku. The words of Dogen translated into English. When Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara practices the profound pranaparamita. The whole body reflects that the five aggregates are totally empty. The five aggregates are matter, feeling, thinking, and acting, and action. That's an action with an E, not inaction. Okay, so enacting, action in other words, and consciousness. They are five instances of pranya. Reflection is pranya, prana, right? Prana or pranya, anyway. Uh, itself. When this principle is preached and realized, it is said that matter is just the immaterial. And again, when when Dogen uses the word just, or when the translator uses the word just. I'm pretty sure that they're saying it's exactly, it's exactly that. Not saying, it's just, uh, it's, ah, that's just little Harry running around. Don't pay no attention to him. No, he's saying it is just that. It is exactly that. So tune your ears to hear just that way. Anyway, it is said that matter is just the immaterial, and immaterial, and the immaterial is just matter. Matter is matter the immaterial is the immaterial they are hundreds of things and myriad phenomena 12 instances of prana paramita are the 12 entrances in parentheses of sense perception and parentheses there are also 18 instances of prana they are the eyes nose ears tongue body and mind sights sounds smells tastes sensations and properties plus the consciousness of the consciousnesses of the eyes ears nose tongue body and mind there are a further four instances of prana they are suffering accumulation Cessation and the way. There are further six instances of prana. They are giving, pure observance of precepts. It says pure precepts, and then in parentheses, someone wrote observance of. So there you go. Uh, patience, diligence, meditation, and prana itself. One further instance of prana paramita which is perfect wisdom, is realized as the present moment. It is the state of Anuttara Samyaksambodhi, which is uh, the supreme right balanced state of Bodhi, the supreme balanced right state of truth, basically. Unsurpassed perfect enlightenment is another translation I've heard. Uh, they are 3 further I- there are 3 further instances of prana paramita they are past present and future there are 6 further instances of prana they are earth water fire wind space and consciousness there are fur- a further 4 instances of prana that are constantly practiced in everyday life They are walking, standing, sitting, and lying down. There's also honking, as you can hear, but they didn't have that back in uh, Dogen State, so... Anyway, in the order of Sakyamuni Tagata, there is a bhiksu who secretly thinks... Okay, now, quote. The secret thinking, the secret thoughts are going to go on for a while, so don't forget this is all in quotes. I'll start over. In the order of the Sakyamuni Tathagata, there is a Bhiksu who secretly thinks, quote, I shall bow in veneration of the profound Pranya Paramita. Although in this state there is no appearance and disappearance of real dharmas, there are still understandable explanations of all precepts all balanced states, all kinds of wisdom, all kinds of liberation, and all views. There are also understandable explanations of the effect of one who has entered the stream, the effect of parentheses, being subject to and one return, the effect of parentheses, not being subject to and returning, the effect of arhat, remember Arhat, right? Okay. There are also understandable explanations of people of independent awakening and people of Bodhi. There are also understandable explanations. Remember, this is all in quotes. This is all the secret thoughts of that one Bixu, right? Okay. There are also understandable explanations of the supreme right and balanced state of Bodhi. There are also understandable explanations of the treasures of Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. There are also understandable explanations of the turning of the wonderful Dharma Wheel to save sentient beings. End parentheses. So all of that was the secret thoughts, okay? Moving forward. The Buddha, knowing the bhiksu's mind, tells him, the Buddha now, quote, this is how it is this is how it is the profound pranaparamita is too subtle and fine to fathom end quote okay now let's break that down the bhiksu's secretly working concrete mind at this moment is in the state of bowing in veneration of real dharmas prana itself Whether or not real dharmas are without appearance and disappearance, and this is a venerative bow itself. Just at this moment of bowing in veneration, prana is realized as explanations which can be understood. Explanations from precepts, balance and wisdom, to saving sentient beings and so on. The state is described as being without. Explanations of the state of being without can thus be understood. Such is the profound, subtle, unfathomable Pramya-Paramita. The god Indra asks the venerable monk Sabhuti, Virtuous one, when bodhisattva-mahasattvas want to research the profound prana paramita. how should they research it? Sabuti replies Kausika when Bodhisattva Mahasattvas want to research the profound prana paramita, they should research it as space so researching prana it's is itself is space itself space is the research of prana. The god Indra subsequently addresses the Buddha. World-honored one, when good sons and good daughters receive and retain, read and recite. Think reasonably about and expound to others this profound paramita that you have preached. How should I guard it? My only desire, world-honored one, is that you will show me compassion and teach me. Then the venerable monk Sabuti says to the god Indra, Kausika, do you see something which you must guard or not? The god Indra says, No, virtuous one, I do not see anything here that I must guard. Sabuti says, Kausika, when, when good sons and good daughters abide in the profound paramita as thus preached, they are just guarding it. When good sons and good daughters abide in the profound paramita as thus preached, they never stray. Remember, even if all human and non-human beings were looking for an opportunity to harm them, in the end it would be impossible. Kausika, if you want to guard the bodhisattvas who abide in the profound paramita as thus preached, it is no different from wanting to guard space remember to receive and retain to read and recite and to think reasonably about prana are just to guard prana and to want to guard is to receive and retain it to read and recite it and so on my late master the eternal buddha says whole body like a mouth hanging in space, not asking if the wind is east, west, south or north. For all others equally, it chatters pranya. Ten rian chin ten ton ryan chin ton. That's a reference to a poem. Uh, that's an automatopia. It's the sound of wind chimes. This is the chattering of pranya transmitted by Buddhist patriarchs from rightful successor to rightful successor. It is the prana as the whole body. It is prana as the whole of others. It is prana as the whole self. And it is prana as the whole east, west, south, and north. Am I saying prana correctly? Prana. Prana. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Okay. He says Hanya-Haramita in Japanese, so I'm it Prana, the life force. Uh, sort of akin to Chi or Ruach for you Hebrew folks. Sakyamuni Buddha says, Shariputra, these, may, these many sentient beings should abide in this Prana paramita as Buddhas. When they serve offerings to, bow in veneration of and consider the Pranaparamita, there we go. They should be as if serving offerings to and bowing in veneration of Buddha-Bhagavats. Why? Because the Pranaparamita is no different from the Buddha-Bhagavats. And the Buddha-Bhagavats are no different from the Pranaparamita. The Pranaparamita is just the Buddha-Bhagavats themselves. And the Buddha-Bhagavats are just the Pranaparamita itself. Wherefore? Because, Shariputra, the apt, right, and balanced state of truth which all Tathagatas have is always realized by virtue of the Pranaparamita. Because, Shariputra, all Bodhisattva Mahasattvas, the independently awakened, Arhats, those beyond returning, those who will return once, those received into the stream, and so on always attain realization by virtue of the pranaparamita. And because, Shariputra, all of the ten virtuous paths of action in the world, the four states of meditation, the four immaterial balanced states, and the five mystical powers are always realized by virtue of the pranaparamita. End quote. That was Shakyamuni Buddha speaking to Shariputra from Dogen's memory, presumably in the longer uh, Heart Sutra. So this is Dogen talking again. So Buddha Bhagavats are the Pranaparamita and the Pranaparamita is these real dharmas. These real dharmas are bare manifestations, B-A-R-E, manifestations. They are neither appearing nor disappearing, neither dirty nor pure neither increasing nor decreasing. The realization of this Pranaparamita is the realization of Buddha-Bhagavats. We should inquire into it, and we should experience it. To serve offerings to it, and to bow in veneration is just to serve and to attend Buddha-Bhagavats. And it is Buddha-Bhagavats in service and attendance. Shobo Genzu, Maka Hanya Haramitsu. Now, one of the very few uh, chants that Zen Buddhists in Japan or Z- Japanese Zen Buddhists around the world will chant, of course there's the Fukan Zazengi, which is the page and a half that Dogen wrote and uh, delivered to to introduce Zen, to introduce Chan to Japan. In which you've heard me talk about it before. Uh, the other of the very few, I don't know if it's the only other one, but there are very few. They're not that into chanting in Zen. But one thing they do chant is Hanyaharamita, or the Pranaparamita, uh, which is the Heart Sutra. When they translated it, it was the seventh century, I believe. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Bodhisena was involved in, uh, in the translation of it, but It might have been before he came. Uh, Comment below if you know more about that, if you're on YouTube. Anyway, uh, some of the words were transliterated directly from Sanskrit, some from Pali, and some were the Japanese translation of the Chinese words that they used in the Chinese version of the translation. All of it, all of the Japanese parts are medieval Japanese, like early medieval, what we would call early medieval in the West. Uh, So 700s, 800s. In other words, if you said these words to a Japanese person today, they would have no idea what you're talking about. And indeed, anybody who hasn't thoroughly studied the Hanyahara Mita will have no idea what you're talking about. But this is how Dogen would have chanted the shorter version of the Hanyahara Mita. So feel free to join me if you
1: know it. Setsuma ka hanyahara mita yo konji zai boza gyo jin hanyahara mita jisho kengo unkai kudo i saiku yaku shari shishiki shiki pu i ku shiki shiki soku ze ku ku soku ze shiki ju yo shiki yakubu nyo ze shari shi ze shou hu who shoo hoo me too hoo koo hoo jo hoo zo hoo again zee koo koo mu shiki su so yo shiki mu gen ni mi bi zee i mu shiki shoo koo mi so koo kai nai shi mu i shiki kai mu mu yo ya mu mu yo jin shi. Mu, ro, shi yaku, mu, ro, shi jin, mu, ku, shu, metsu, do, do, excuse me, mu, shi, yaku, mu, to, toku, i, mu, shoku, to ko bodai sata e hanyahara mita ko shin mu kege mu kege mu onri isai tendo mu sokugyo ne han sanzei shobutsu e hanyahara mita ko wa nokutara san yakusan bodai ko chi han ya ha mita ze dai jinshu ze dai myo shu ze mu jo shu ze mu shu no jo i saiku shinjitsu fuko ko ko setsu han ya ha ra mita shu so watsu gyate te te harasho te bo han ya Thank you all
0: for going on this ride with me. Until next time. Oh, I forgot. We'll close with the prayer that my father taught me when I was very young. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out a reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Blessings to you from Bodh Gaya, India. Until next time. This is Edward speaking to you from a few hours later. And I rented a camera so that I could film some of the inside of uh, Mahabodhi. This is the Heart Sutra. The 8,000 line sutra in the original Sanskrit. Of course, the one that you just heard me recite is, you know, shorter. Here we have the Tibetan prayer wheels. Om Mane Peme Hum, Om Mane Padme Hum. Here we have the Mahabodhi Temple. And there, you can see, is the old Bodhi tree. Probably not the same one, but the tradition goes that people honor it as the Bodhi tree that Buddha sat under. There's a statue inside the temple who's positioned in such a way that he is sitting under the Bodhi tree. We'll See how close they can let me get with this camera
1: to, uh, to that.
2: गुप्पाना na शुण्यता या न प्रोतागुप्पा Nave, some snana, some Pashapna gandha rasa Na cakshu-dhātu Vyāvan-namano vidyana vijñā kṣayo nā